October 29th, Riker. We are back, and uh, we've got uh, kind of an anthology film, sort of, uh, in the grand tradition of, uh, I don't know, man, uh, a Trick or Treat or uh, uh, a, a fucking Creep Show, uh, that sort of thing, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> I need to get you to watch more fucking anthology movies, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah those, those, are, those are good anthologies. This one's uh, uniquely crafted together. Um, yep. there's some really good ones. Um, there's also some really bad ones. So we'll see if this one's any good. So, uh, this one's called books of blood. This is a Hulu original. So if you've got a Hulu subscription for whatever it is now, six bucks or up, uh, you can watch this one. And, um, this one has about, it's got three stories, uh, that are, right. uh, that, that tie together um uh you know loosely but but then at the end they kind of all come together pretty pretty well actually pretty concisely um and who wrote the books of blood uh, is this a clive barker joint clive barker wrote the books of blood there are six of them they came out in the 90s um midnight me train which you talked about uh, a few weeks ago is in the books of blood they're short stories that that are there so nice so yeah so, uh, you know, this movie, it, it is definitely a horror movie, but it's also it's it, I, f- I find it more on the suspense side. Um, it reminds me a lot of like maybe uh, Tales from the Crypt, uh, those shows. Yep. Um, or again, like Creepshow, uh, something like that, which I totally dig, man. I, I love stories like this where they're where they're not necessarily like straight up slasher, gory flicks. But, uh, you know, they're, they're like more just tales of the macabre, right? Fucking weird fucking stories. So we've got three stories here. Um, the first one is, uh, what's her name? Jenna? Jenna. Jenna. And yeah, they're all I, named after a person in the story. So Yeah, I found, I found it amusing that her name was Jenna because when I first saw the trailer for this movie, I thought it was Jenna Fisher uh, from The Office. Huh. Uh, but it's not. Uh, no. So so when when her character's name was revealed to be Jenna, I was like, oh, well, that's fucking weird. I I truly thought it was Jenna Fisher uh, when I first saw the trailer for this. Uh, anyway, so Jenna uh, plays this girl who's got some psychological issues, uh, and she's at home uh, living with her parents. Her parents are it's her parents, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, her parents are fucking rich as balls. Like, holy shit, that house on the beach they got there is uh, pretty insane. But anyway, she's got this thing where she, uh, uh, she's, she's got like hypersensitive hearing. Um, and she, so she's constantly listening to her. She's got her headphones on to like I noise. I felt like she might be on the spectrum, John. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, a lot of people with autism have that opportunity. Like, they can't yeah. focus, and any noises drives them insane. Uh, mm-hmm. If you watch the accountant, that 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 was a big part of it, right? So. Yeah. So, um, you know, there there is some as of yet uh, unrevealed trauma uh, that Jenna right. has gone through. We don't we don't discover what it is until much later in the film, um, and so she's got these issues, and her parents are going to send her back to, uh, is this, they call it the farm, right? (laughs) Uh, and which is basically the funny farm, right? They're going to send her back to the fucking, 
uh, mental institution. She she finds us out. So in the middle of the night, she steals a bunch of cash out of her parents' safe and gets the fuck out of town. And on her, she's she's heading to L.A. Is that correct? Um, she's going to L.A. Yes. Right. And she's going via like bus, I assume like Greyhound bus or whatever. Uh, and if you've ever ridden on a Greyhound bus, you know that you stop in about a trillion tiny little towns on the way to your final destination. Uh, getting, you know, getting 200 miles could take you a day and a half because you got to stop at every goddamn pisshole town between here and there. Uh, right. so, so she stops at a town, um, gets off the bus, and she keeps thinking that she sees someone uh following her right yeah an old man following her yeah uh and you're and you're never sure if jenna is really seeing this or if this is a figment of her imagination you know if this is just a result of her condition right um so she goes to an internet cafe because you know there are tons of those these days um and uh and she finds herself a kind of uh like a bed and breakfast or let's just, you know, an Airbnb kind of thing. Right. And, uh, she, she hangs out, she goes, she checks in at the Airbnb, which is hosted by this delightful, uh, couple, uh, and, uh, who just, just the sweetest people in the world. Right. Right. Riker. Right. Very, very sweet. Very charming. Um, yeah. And uh, she begins experiencing things. And again, what's what's great about this portion of the story is that you can't tell if um, this is part of Jenna's condition or if she's really seeing this shit. Okay. So that's that's the first part of the story. Is there, do you think there's anything else we need to tell about st- the first story? No. Okay. Uh, second story um, is about a woman who is, uh, I believe she's like a college professor or something. Um, yes. and she, uh, part of her career is kind of debunking, uh, what she considers to be, uh, bullshit paranormal nonsense. Right. Right. Uh, until, uh, she meets this guy. Fuck. I'm forgetting. Is it Simon? Simon. Simon. Yeah, of course it's Simon. Cause he's fucking British and shit. Uh, uh, oh, I'm Simon. Uh, but anyway, uh, she well, meets, she well, meets we'll do some drawings. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, she meets Simon. Uh, and, and uh, by the way, uh, this, this, uh, college professor, uh, whose name I'm forgetting, uh, she, um, recently lost her son, uh, I believe to like leukemia or something. Uh, yeah, lost, his, lost his son. Miles. Yeah. And uh, Simon comes along and Simon is like, hey, I'm the real fucking deal. I'm communicating with your son. And she's like, bullshit. Fuck you. Uh, But then he proves himself to be legit. Or does he? Um, Boy, what else should we say about this story? Um, I don't know. I I, could probably say he gets a room of of, uh, paranormal students or whatever in and uh, he said the dead, he can communicate with the dead. And he goes, but I need total darkness to do it. Yep. And so they turn off the lights, the thunder, lightning, screaming, lights come back on. And there's all these messages written in blood on the walls. And he's yep. having a, a seizure, like for real seizure, right? So the, the blood of the, the ghosts have come to talk to him and written their messages in blood on the walls. And, 
and um and she falls for it hook line and sinker she's like oh my gosh this is amazing and they get married and that's probably where i would end it there so that that's going on is that a real thing or not a real thing um yep and then there's the third story which is bennett yep so uh the third story uh it revolves around maybe one of the first characters we see in the movie so it kind of cycles back to bennett who's played by by yule vasquez who uh seinfeld fans will remember as who who does not want to fight his name was Bob. He was the fucking angry gay guy. Uh, that's that's really all I remember about his fucking character. But uh, every time I see Yul Vasquez uh, uh, show up in er- any movie, I always think of uh, fucking Bob from Seinfeld. Um, just a fucking militant gay dude who just like terrifies the shit out of Jerry. Um, but anyway, uh, he's he plays a hitman basically, and. Yep. And, uh, and, and so he is looking for, so he, he goes to, at the beginning of the movie, like he goes to put a hit on this guy. This guy tells him, Hey, I'll, I I can tell you where this book is. And this book's going to be worth millions, man. And, uh, he tells him where the book is and fucking, uh, Yule Vasquez Bennett, uh, plugs him and then goes to look for the book. And then at the toward in the third act of the movie, we catch up with Bennett as he's looking for this book. And that's Bennett is kind of where this whole movie ties everything together. All the stories come together. Um, what did you think of this movie, man? Uh, um, I, I thought it was all right. Yeah. Um, it, uh, I think it, I think it tied things together pretty well. Um, the thing with anthologies are they're good anthologies and bad anthologies and whatnot. You got to keep your storylines tight. You got to keep the stories tight. And I felt too many times, especially with Jenna, that that first story, they got too ambitious with that story. Like it could have been its own fucking movie. Yeah, totally. I agree. Super long. Like anthology stories that are over 30 minutes are too long. Yeah. Like 20 is a sweet spot. 30, maybe if it's elongated part of a bridge to the end, I think is okay. But this is like, what the fuck? And so, um, and then they have some, they have some things that they kind of dangling participles, so to speak, that they kind of tie together at the end, which I thought was unique and crafty, but I didn't know if it saved the film. I thought the ending of the film was really awesome. Yep. I had seen the a 1990 version of a movie called The Book of Blood, which is, you know, where the Miles story comes from. So I knew about that. I thought they did an okay job with that. By the way, that movie is pretty terrible. So you can <laughs> skip that one. Oh, wait, I'm right. sorry, John. That's a terrible movie. You should totally go watch it. At any rate, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Love you. Uh, it, um, it, it's okay. I mean, it's not, there are several other um, anthologies that I would, push people to watch before this one, but for a free Hulu and Huluween kind of a thing, it wasn't yeah. bad. I mean, I, I didn't hate it, but I'm going to forget it tomorrow. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm going to forget all about this T minus one day and counting. Um, and I don't think I'll ever go back to it. Yeah. So it's just, that's where it's at. That's kind of how I feel about, uh, about the books of blood. All right, man. Well, give it your rating. Oh goodness. Um, 2.75. Um, 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Two point seven five. Oh, this is always this is always a tough one. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, two point seven five uh, screeching cockroaches. How's that? I like it, man. I'm gonna give it. All I'm right, gonna okay. give it. I'm gonna give it a solid three. Uh, screeching cockroaches. Yeah, I knew you were gonna give it three, and that's why I wanted to go just a little <laughs> below. Uh, yeah, little. you know, and I'm gonna give it that just because I grew up loving Tales from the Crypt. Um, and this felt like just a long ass episode of Tales from the Crypt. So it was the the, the 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 three is a total nostalgia score for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's all right, let's spoil it. Okay, originally they were gonna make this as a series. Oh, really? Would you have preferred a series? Um, Half hour each. Boom, boom, boom. You know, I don't know if I would have watched it as a series. Uh, I, I don't. I, I probably would have bailed on episode two. I would. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I'm good with a one and done on this. You know, I, I typically, uh, like, like the Creep Show uh, series on Shutter. Um, I watched the first few episodes and thought I, I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I like I like things of this vibe, but I I tend to kind of fall off after a few episodes. So you, you know never finished it? No, I didn't. Oh, um, well, you know, you know, the great thing about that though is um, that's a series that you can go back to at any time and yep. pick it up, and it's going to give you what you want, and then you can get out. Exactly. And if you don't, if you don't go back and pick it up, you're 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 not missing any water cooler talk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, who is your favorite character in this whole thing? Would you say? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I liked. Oh, my gosh. OK, so Bennett's got a line that I thought was awesome. They're at the coffee shop and that's a central part. They they weave they pull a trick or treat and they they weave some places in like there's yeah. a coffee shop shop called the Spider's Web, which I thought was cool. And yeah. Jenna's in every one of those episodes. Like she almost gets run over. Yeah. I love Bennett because he's such a badass. Yeah. And yeah. he gets his, which I think is great. But they're buying coffee and and I just loved it. It was great. He's like, oh I forgot my wallet. You know, and then turns the other guy and he's like, oh, I forgot my wallet, too. Hey, listen, um, can we just take our drinks and, you know, we'll come back here with some money? And the guy's like, you know, Fuck no. Off. And, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and then like, well, you know, the other thing we could do is like mur- murder you right here. And then I have to, something like that. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was really badass. And that was awesome. So I like that. Jenna drove me nuts. Um, I really at the end, I was really not liking her yeah. at all. And maybe it's just her character. I didn't like for the portrayal yeah. of her character. I thought Ellie, the the mom, I think that's her name. Um, there, we should talk about that. So yeah, yeah Ellie. So the, El, uh, Ellie, Ellie was my favorite character. Yeah, she and her husband Sam yeah. own this bed and breakfast, and yeah. their whole deal is that they find people that are hurting, and uh-huh. they. They flat out rip out their eyeballs and sew their mouth, ears, and nose shut, and then put an IV on them and then bury them in the wall or in the floorboards or whatever, and then just kind of tend to them like a fucking garden of <laughs> yep. disturbed yeah. fucking people. Yeah. And that was that was really great. That was the best. That to me was the best part of this whole movie was those two, um, and I love how they went back to them at the end because. There's um 
the Jenna story kind of abruptly ends. Yeah. And I wanted more. I'm like, that's it. Did you feel that way too, Jim? Like, I was like, that's it. Yeah, totally. Okay. Cause that was lackluster. Like, I would never yeah. end a movie like that. Yeah. You know, her yeah. and some dude. Yeah. They, they, uh, perish supposedly. And, but they don't. And I'm like, that's good. I'm glad you came back. But yeah, no, them, when she makes that decision at the end of the movie to come back to those people, that was fucking great. That yeah. was amazing. And the piece are, oh, that was awesome. Um, what do you think of Simon in the, in the book of blood? I, I thought it was good, man. I liked it. Um, I liked the twist on it. You know, I was a little bummed when it, when Simon turned out to be a shyster, you know? Um, right. but, uh, I, I thought it was good, man. And I thought how, uh, the mom, you know, took a dark turn to, you know, <laughs> fucking darkness. Uh, I thought right. that was, thought that was pretty cool. Uh, back to, uh, Bennett though. I just, I, you, you mentioned that scene in the coffee shop where he got like all fucking dark. Like I'm going right. to, I'll fucking come back here and kill you or whatever. Right. right, I, right. I, I, I can't remember exactly, but it was, I remember distinctly smiling ear to ear. Like that was really badass. Like I gave you free coffee too. Yeah. I think, I, I think, I, try it or anything, I think it was a missed opportunity not to, uh, give, give Seinfeld fans a nod and have him be like, you know, you know, who, who's burning the flag. <laughs> Do you know what day this is? Because I know what day this is. Uh, they could have, they could have fucking, uh, they could have given him a little nod toward his Bob character, and that would have fucking killed me. I would have given this movie a ten out of five uh, if they would have done that. Right. But, <laughs> but anyway, I, I dug the movie. I, I Ellie, the fucking, uh, you know, the 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 lady who was running the B and B, she was the best because she was just such a sweet lady, and then just straight out of nowhere, she'd be like, "We gotta fucking kill him." You know, <laughs> uh, I thought that was pretty. It's great. a it's an arsenic and old lace kind of thing. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Oh yeah, it's, it's, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. basically a, a modern day telling of arsenic and old lace. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, man. Well, that is books of blood, and we will be back tomorrow with more spooky. spooky.